coming of age. The podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you so much for joining us. Episode 204, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We are two guys that have never met in real life. I am Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm in Shaolin, the island of Staten. Represent a rare weekday recording for me today is what wednesday december 9th is that correct it is that is correct i i'm, I'm a little confused so yesterday was the 40th anniversary of uh the murder of john lennon it was my cousin marissa's birthday happy birthday marissa i believe she's 42 i don't know a very young 42 a young beautiful 42 um a great mom school teacher covid's got things tough but uh, i'm here on staten island because we're not we're shooting nights starting today for the next three nights so i don't have to pick up the person i'm driving until about a quarter to five but anyway there's a lot going on when i heard you open the mic after the intro or just before the intro you said something there's there's the the wet mouse and the wet spot so what's going on over there <laughs> yeah i had the uh, giant coffee ready to go and uh i was right there in front of my keyboard and i reached up i, I moved some stuff around in here where i record this week and uh, i i was trying to shut off I, i've got these uh, monitors that um I didn't want to have on because I didn't want to get feedback at any point. So I reached up to flip off the monitors and my elbow hit the coffee cup and it um, everywhere. Ha, ha, was it hot or cold? Uh, I'm double fisting it. I actually have, uh, I, I knocked over the hot, but I do have uh, in front of me, I've got uh, both versions. I've got some, uh, some of the uh, on ice and I've got some hot. I kind of like to. Oh, wow. You do, okay. Yeah. I, I have a cold right here. And before we started recording, Right as I logged in, I heard mm. Colin, and I heard him a little bit exasperated. I'm like, maybe he doesn't want to record this morning, because I had no idea what's going on. And I have to say, he was pretty calm, because I know that if I had spilled iced coffee or even water, I mean, it would have been, motherfucker, I would have been yelling and screaming. Fortunately, my mom... She left. She went. I said, Mom, where are you going? She, she went. She was like, I'm a diva. I'm going to get my nails done. I don't know. So good for her. You know, she's she can do her thing. But if she were here, she would have run up and John Michael and but, but, like, what's wrong with you? But I would have made a scene like on top of I don't react well to things at all. I'm not very good at anything. I've been working on it. Uh, I'm not losing my shit fucking completely about stuff like that. And and normally, uh, for a long period of, of, of my life, I would have completely lost my shit, mostly because it, it splashed the keyboard, and I've and I've ruined a keyboards before. Uh, I ruined a laptop once with a with an experience like that. In the '80s, or maybe it was the early '90s. I'm not really sure. They had there was this book called "Don't Sweat the Small Stuff." Yeah, right. right. Do you remember that? Yeah, I tore it up. Now, and threw I, it out I, the I never really read it. There were parodies of it. It's this whole thing, right? And yeah, I said, well, right. that's all I, I really sweat the small stuff. And But I think, I think what happens for some people is the reason you get pissed off when someone cuts you off in traffic and other things is, is that that's your outlet 
for all the real stuff that's bogging you down, the bigger stuff, the things we can't get our head around, whether it's COVID, whether it's homeschooling for your kids or just work stress or this or that relationship and then you take it out on the dumbest shit in the world because you don't want to deal with the real stuff that's my that's my armchair psychology bullshit right there it's as good as anything that's out there though because that's really uh, kind of the boiled down version of of uh, what a lot of longer books espouse you 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 just gotta work you gotta work on it i'm gonna write a pamphlet Today at work, I've got a lot of downtime in the car. Okay. I'm gonna write a little thing. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna stand on a street corner where I where I think we're uh, we're in Midtown Manhattan today. I mean, it's not your regular Christmas, obviously, because. But maybe I'll just stand there and give tourists my little pamphlet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna print it up. Go to go to where to go? Kinkos, Staples. I don't know. Uh, we, we do so, have those here. We have we have uh, both of those. Yeah. I'll make myself a print order. So how's how's things in your life in Iowa in your world? I, I hear you may have a trip coming up. Yes, I, I, you, you know you were just mentioning that you'd be in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, I was joking with my wife that really the only outlet uh, we have. Uh, yeah, yes, both of us. Uh, for the most part, what we've been doing for for funsies. For, for something to, to get my mind to kind of relax a little bit and get over the idea that everybody's avoiding everybody and you can't really go anywhere or do anything uh, is the fact that uh, um, we, we just uh, found this outlet. And the outlet is on, on a Saturday, what we've been doing is we've been just getting in, in the car and we've been driving. Now, in Iowa, you, you, can, you can make a choice. You, you can get on. We do have like any larger municipality we have of course freeways we we have interstate highways we have the the paved roads the smaller county roads and then there are in iowa uh, we have a grid system that's uh every mile there's a pretty much there's a, there's a gravel road in the country so and they they they're um, when you get to one corner and you drive when you get to the next corner, that's r- roughly always one mile. They have these one-mile grids that are laid out, and they're gravel roads. So what we've been doing is hitting the gravel roads and just driving on gravel roads aimlessly. I'll come to a corner, and they're not always square. You know, sometimes there's a, there's a hill or a curve, and some they've got to navigate around a, a creek or a... <laughs> Uh, a river or something like that uh, and uh, so we'll just say I'll look, get to the corner I'll say look at Rachel I'll say which way you want to go she'll sometimes you know left right whatever and so we, we just aimlessly drive around through the countryside and it's kind of like a, well the American Picker guys are from actually from Iowa and that's what they do is they just drive up and down these roads and you see a lot of strange shit when you're on a gravel road there's there's uh, people tend to care a, a lot less about uh upkeep about uh hiding things and sometimes you see some strange stuff but uh we've uh yeah just been that's 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 been my outlet as opposed to you you're in a bustling big city you're you're in a, a situation where you're around people you're talking to people you're uh you're on set you're uh eating out things like that um yeah, I, I really there's been none of that for for uh months and months and months now for me so yeah, we're going to Florida in uh, on Saturday. We're going to head down. We've got a place that's uh, going to be uh, socially distanced uh, on the beach, a lot like what we did last time. We did, we did though. When we shopped for this thing, we were going to be in the Pensacola. Uh, I think they call it the Flobama, Flobama area. It's, there's a uh, Perdido Key, which is. Uh, 
uh, up in the Panhandle. There's a spot where where Florida meets uh, Alabama, and it's a, it's a real nice area. Lots of lots of high-rise type condominium type things right on the uh, on the beach. And we had found one of those that was quite nice. Now they got hit by Hurricane Sally a while back, which uh, tore things up uh, in that area pretty good, from what I understand. And uh, when we had booked the place that we had, everything was was you know good to go there was no repairs that needed to be made to anything around the area because you know it was pre pre uh, wind but uh, they do have some stuff going on we got a call from the property management company and they said the place that you're going to be uh, staying is not going to be available uh, we're going to see if we can move you somewhere else if that would be you know up, you have something that you would uh, be up for so they gave us a couple choices and we got a significant upgrade we got a place that's uh really nice it's uh, 18 floors up it's brand new it's right on the beach it's got a 18 floors up yeah it's got a hot tub on the deck overlooking the uh, overlooking the ocean so a change of scenery more than anything else change of scenery we're taking kids down each each of the kids is taking a friend that's been uh, kind of their go-to friend for the uh, your, your your pod your pod friend they're taking their pod friend and we're gonna uh, be down there for seven days basically and and we're order drive it's 14 hours and we're, we're yeah, gonna yeah. drive it all in one shot because we don't want to stay because uh little fauci says hotels are one of the super spreader places so uh even though uh yeah you got to do what you got to do i guess sometimes we're just going to drive straight through and uh yeah we're going to land we're going to do all of our grocery ordering you know through a delivery service and uh, that will be just us in the little place away from away from the world watching the ocean which yeah i think my mind needs that i think i need to i need to get away I need to get off the gravel roads i haven't i haven't paid attention well have, well i'll get to it in a second uh, I, regarding the not staying in a hotel um airbnb is uh their uh initial public offering ipo yeah for those insiders, yes, um, is uh, you know, and and uh, I, so I guess they've been doing okay somehow, um, and uh, we'll we'll see. Although I did hear yesterday, I'm not a finance guy, but this is the portion of the show where I talk about uh, big companies, big tech, big business companies. Um, is you know, Uber is getting rid of their self-driving car technology, but they spent way too much money on it. So there's some startup is buying all of that from them because hmm. uh remember they were supposed to have they were planning to have by like 2018 self-driving cars on the road but then one of their self-driving cars hit and killed a person in arizona and so that was like well that really pulled the rug out mm -hmm. from underneath them so uh so we won't you won't be hailing an uber that's going to drive without a driver anytime soon i did when i was in uh Last time when I was in uh, Las Vegas, they had little uh, self-driving, like these little cube things. It wasn't an Uber thing, but it was some other company that you, you got this little cube thing and it drove you. Basically, hmm. it was a very controlled route, though. It was from... Sure, uh, sure, from sure. Well, and that's... that's I, I see it that way in the future. I mean, I think... By the way, I, you know, I just showed my age by referring to, even though I've used Uber, I've had a smartphone for a long time, I'm somewhat technically savvy. I said, hailing an Uber. You don't hail an Uber. You don't stand <laughs> on the corner and go like, Uber, how come the Uber's not stopping? I don't know why I'm using this voice for this character. Um... <laughs> But <laughs> your white guy, I, white guy voice. <laughs> I pick. I don't know what the hell that was. I, I. 
No, I I, I kind of picture it like you know like I was just we were just shooting in Times Square, right? And and it's it's not very vehicle friendly. Now, obviously, there are truck deliveries that have to be made, garbage pickups, all of it, you name it. But it becomes almost like a pedestrian mall. So I kind of picture it as like a futuristic, you know, um, Disney. Uh, you know, when the, the Disney did Futureland or whatever that place is in Disney World and, and, you know, like where there's a grid of stuff, you know, almost like I, I just picture it that way, but not necessarily with a track. You know, it's like some sort of digital grid and it's sort of you hop on, hop off, almost like a trolley, but it's a modern version. right? Yeah, it may not look like yeah. a car exactly, exactly. but some sort of right. pod that has standing or seating, right, for shorter trips that make sense. That's that's in my mind. That's how I picture it. Not exactly. But but I don't know I, I don't know I don't know anything. Well, yeah, I think that's probably how they're going to at least start it until they get uh, the technology down a little bit. Now the guy in Arizona that got hit and killed by an Uber vehicle, he yeah you know, might have deserved it. Uh, I don't know. I think it was a woman. Uh, it was a woman. Was and, she mouthy? Uh, was she yeah. was she uh, honking she was... her horn at the Uber vehicle, trying to you know get off my road? Whatever. No, I, I think she was coming back from a food bank actually. But okay, that's cool. Whatever you just paint your picture. Helping helping mankind. Hey, and I. <laughs> I may lose my fucking shit over spilling my coffee, but uh, I respect that that woman was probably a great fucking person, a saint. Okay, I'll throw the f word around. I don't care. John is, uh, yeah, John's uh, completely losing it, but he sees the best in others. In all, except myself, I see the best ah. in everyone, except when I look in the mirror and I go like, Jesus. <laughs> So you, um, you had yeah. mentioned earlier that your your mother um, just uh, no your mother Colin you, yo, your mother no your mother yo, what are you, you saying about my mother mama. what are you <laughs> um, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep so she's out she's getting her her nails did uh, yes she in, is in COVID uh, but she's got sort of you had told me I don't think we talked about this on the show but uh, you had mentioned uh, I think in passing uh, a conversation we had that she is uh, she's tested uh with the antibodies so she, she so, yes yes but you know what it just hit me when you said that i okay. really just thought about it because i was thinking about getting my hair cut all right and i wanted to do it on sunday but i i didn't realize it but i was going to work like uh i had i did a five-day week last week had saturday off and work sunday and now i'm going to be working seven days so i'm like shit i can't and then i thought about it even if i had sunday off i wouldn't have gotten my hair cut because i'm working on a job i'm driving an actress on the show and I get tested three times a week. I wear my mask all the time. If you don't wear your mask, if someone sees you not wearing your mask and there are passengers in your vehicle, they will kick you off the job. I've seen it happen. It is no joke. Mm -hmm. So, so, and then I'm thinking to myself, you know what? If if I were to go, even though I'd be going to a a, a barber shop, and even if uh, statistically it's unlikely, if I get COVID and gave it to anyone, even if they didn't get really sick or die, which again, statistically, would probably be very unlikely, having nothing to do with getting kicked off the job, I wouldn't feel too good about that, right? If, if somehow I got COVID and then whether someone else on the job or not got COVID and somehow it shut down the job, I'd not feel good about that. It doesn't matter how big the company is. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, right, I'm right, working yeah. and I have to be responsible. Now, they, it just hit me. My mom is 70 years old. Yes, she has every right to go out and get her nails done. But the rates on Staten Island are m a little bit higher than uh, other places in New York City, or at least they were the last time I had heard a story. I haven't been paying attention much the last week because I'm kind of in my my bubble, my 
work bubble. Sure, yeah. Wearing a mask. I'm like, I've, I, the, I don't know if I, do you remember I told you about the mask? Like, the first time I ever wore that mask, and I was, and I wore one for 45 minutes in a grocery store. And granted, it was one of those, um, you know, like, uh, like kerchief type things that went all the way down my neck, but it was a much thicker material, and it had layers. Mm-hmm. And it, w- and it was also the summer. So it was like hot and uncomfortable. I hate it. Now I'm wearing a surgical mask, and then on top of that, another cloth similar to a design similar to a surgical mask, which I got on another job. So I'm like doubling up. Because again, I the other thing is I don't want to get fired, right? I mean, if I'm in the car by myself, I'll take the mask off. But I've gone I've gone stretches hours, and you know, Susie, you know, she works in in retail at at J Crew. She wears hers all day as well, and you know, it it kind of got easier, you know. But my mom, I mean, certainly, I hope she's wearing a mask. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I don't know. I'm not gonna give my mom a hard time, but it's. She has the mm. antibodies, though, right? She's been tested. In this well, supposedly. That's supposedly. what she said. But, I mean, that was a while ago that she was tested for that. And they, they really, really, they're saying maybe even if you do have the antibodies, you should still wear a mask. Uh, but a lot of that stuff is just conjecture. We don't, we don't really. Uh, a lot of, in, in well, as far as the antibodies, I would think so. But who knows? I mean, uh, you know, there's the, the news. The news now is talking about the, the, uh, the vaccine and how successful it is and yesterday uh, december 8th they just they uh, injected the first person in the uk it was a 90 year old woman which you know that should be i, I read that and they're, they're making a big deal out of it but but for like two months now russia has been giving their citizens uh Sputnik Five, Sputnik V. I, I think they say Sputnik Five. Um, yeah yeah right, so right, you can right, get yes. the, they've been given the Sputnik Sputnik vaccine in russia for a while yeah, but didn't Putin say that they didn't really have any cases or many cases? I don't really know. So it's sort of a catch-22, bragging about your vaccine and being the first country to have it and to put it out there. But we don't have a lot. I just want to right. take one. I just want to take one. If I want to, if I'm going to take one, I want it to be named something cool. Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather take Sputnik Five? Sputnik. I want the Sputnik. Give me the Sputnik. If you're going to a bar and you're oh, okay. ordering something, okay. do you want to get I the the? I, I, I don't trust my government. I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. You think I trust the Russian government? No fucking way. They they have been telling citizens though that they once they get the Sputnik Five that they need to quit drinking, the, the vodka. They, they've been telling them, yeah. But I think they're the just way, trying to solve two, two things with one. Yeah. That's how we will beat the Russians by having. They're going to have to quit drinking. They're they're just making up the same like bullshit, capricious, crazy crap rules as as the, we are in the United States. I was reading about actually about Staten Island. You guys, uh, there was some oh, place yes, there. Oh yes, yes. The, the guy. Yeah, there's a saga with the bar manager of the, that bar. Yeah, and but I was reading they they had you actually. <laughs> This sounded so fucking dystopian, uh, because it is. But uh, you have apparently, uh, and we we okay. We've been slow to the roll. We're Iowa. It's like anything else. It's like you know. It's like um, any musical trend. Anything that happens in the world, it's gonna it's gonna come here last. So so we're we're catching up with people now. We've got a lot of COVID around, and so um, yeah, we, we learn our we learn our lessons after right. the rest of the world does. But we still don't have, and I, I anticipate that we probably will never have based on what's going on uh, with the like you know with the uh, you know vaccines and all this but anyway the, the, it really sounded really fucking weird to me and, and scary uh, the, the uh, and pretty fucking ridiculous quite frankly that you have zones 
that are color-coded that if you're driving around oh there's an orange zone and you're supposed to do something different and act differently somehow oh wait in the well, orange yeah so here's the thing is so, there a horn do they honk I, do, do they is there a guy with a do you have flash cards is there somebody okay. standing on I, I, the side of the road with a flash? Right, i'm gonna look at this zone right the covid map that's zones. so fucking okay, i'm gonna look at this zone because I want to see if I went into one of these zones, right? And the reason, what, what's, oh, these are all from November. I don't, I don't see anything sooner. Uh, I think I may have gone into an orange zone. Okay, so there's. Oh my god! So here's, oh my so god! Here's with me, right. So, do you know about the bar where the the sheriffs or someone undercover went in? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this bar was uh, staying open past ten o'clock. So this is like the end of November, beginning of December, right? So, and they arrested the guy, I think, on like a Saturday night or something, right? So, so he becomes some sort of a folk hero, right? And, right, and like right. Fox News puts him on, do an interview with him once he gets out on bail or whatever. And I think Fox put him on because Fox is afraid that when Trump comes out of office, that his network is going to trump theirs right his, his and new, the, new, the new trump right? network that's that coming they're gonna lose yeah. if trump does something media related and takes that they're going to lose trump supporters but you got to think trump's probably going to do yeah makes, right right it's sense. very likely that he will do that the two it, things that have made his life and his career are are basically well not twitter because he was doing that with the new york post i say that all the time he was using page six of the new york post in the 80s and throughout is uh the the apprentice and then celebrity apprentice and the presidency those right. two things were probably the best thing for his brand right and so anyway so uh so this guy he he's on this show right and then uh there's i go out i come home from work i get some pizza at nunzio's while in nunzio's um, getting my takeout pizza, I see this this woman. I'm talking to the I'm talking to the guy who's worked there for 40 years. I thought he was the owner. I didn't even know his name. His name is Rob. Mm -hmm. In high school, my friend Evan said that the guy and I looked uh, looked very similar. I see him now, and he's got gray hair and no facial hair at all. He never had facial hair. He didn't. I don't think he looks like me. Any, but he's. I've been. No, you worked there for 40 years. That's a couple of shit. You've worked there for 40 years. Wow. I mean, I hope he's a manager. I don't know. Maybe he's just a happy guy. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then you, there, this woman walks in, and she's really short. She's got her mask on, eyeglasses, and I look over at her. She looks over at me. I'm still talking to Rob. Look over at her. I look over at him. And then I finally said, Maureen, she and I worked at a supermarket together. She was a cashier, and I was like, I swept the floor. I don't even think I was allowed to bag because that's how bad I was uh, working in a grocery store. And then uh, and uh, she put the high school reunion together whatever that the 30th high school reunion and so i said hello to her i haven't been on facebook in over a year so i but i it was weird the next day i uh go to uh, a grocery store in the orange zone and it's a it's a brand new shop right giant <laughs> it's not crowded but somehow it feels crowded and I'm just like navigating through all these people and I just, I'm like, oh my God, I grew up here. I don't like it here. It's not good. Where's the cold brew? Where's the oat milk? Where's the dumb stuff that I get? Where's in, and, and I go all the way back, straight back to the store and I'm in the meat department and then there's this guy 
tall, white guy, possibly my age, but looks a good 15 years older. He may have gone to high school with me. He's got white hair, male pattern baldness, white mustache, and he's wearing a white coat. He works in the uh, meat department. Oh, okay. He works at ShopRite, and he looks like a guy that works in a meat department. Now, that's not a judgment. That's just a central casting. That's the guy. And and it looks like he's worked there since high school, like Rob from Nunzio's, the pizza guy who doesn't own it, may not have managed it, has worked at Nunzio's for 40 years. It's a <laughs> long time to be making pizzas. It used to be good. It's not good anymore, so I'm not so sure about Rob. But this guy, I don't know his name, but I think I saw him at the high school reunion, which Maureen, whom I saw the night before at Nunzio's, organized. Mm-hmm. And so... He's standing there with his back up against the glass freezers, you know, with the frozen meats or whatever. And there's a lot of people around him. And there's this short woman with a shopping cart and glasses. Both of them have their mask down, like a chin beard or a neckerchief, you know. Yeah. And they're just full on talking. They're maybe two feet from one another. Now, this is the orange zone of Staten Island. See, zones are irrelevant in Staten Island because it'd be like, fuck that bullshit, you know? Um, and so they're just talking, and I, I look, at, and I turn, and I, because I'm looking at the, the guy, and I see the woman. It's Maureen again. So from about 20 feet away, I'm like, I didn't want to interrupt their very in-depth conversation. I'm like, hey, Maureen. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> this is an island of about 400,000 people, I think. Although nobody did their census there. Fuck that. I'm not telling them who I am or where I am. Fuck them and taking my taxes. No, you know what? It's just a bunch of fucking immigrants anyway. This is my impression of a Staten Islander. Nobody has said that. I don't know that. Um, but they're standing there chatting, and it's just like, and I don't understand how I could see this person to, I, would, I mean, I got off of Facebook for a reason not to see these people, and now I see them in real life. So I don't know their deal. I find my dumb oat milk and my dumb cold brew, and and I just get out of there. I just it, the place made me. Again, I don't know exactly where you grew up or how close you live to where you grew up. I don't feel like I belong here. You know, I the day be one day I got the car wash for work, and I went to the one of like seven places in a three block radius, like car detail detailing slash car washes and tinting and all that and the one I went to they did a great job it was a hand car wash right and they did fantastic but there was music playing that was like late 80s like dance music and it sounded like a club mm-hmm. was, I mean, the whole place it's just I culturally I don't get what I see when I'm out in the world here so usually I just stay in this room and sleep well, that you, you, what you just described to me is kind of almost weirdly sounded like a, a movie plot again. We were talking plots last last time, last episode. But you know, the COVID Christmas, I, you and Maureen kept bumping into each other, and it was a little familiar places and. <laughs> A COVID Christmas? Yeah, it was a COVID Christmas. That was my gift from Maureen? From Maureen. Maybe, uh, you know, something, yeah. Some strange story's going to evolve from that. I have no idea what she does now. (sighs) Yeah. The night before I asked her how her family was, and she just told me she had no family. I'm not married. I don't have any kids. It's like, I know that. I meant, like, the people in your life. The people, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, but I, I think that maybe both of her parents have passed away. 
and I think she was one of those. Um, I, if I remember correctly, she was probably one that posted on Facebook about, you know, happy birthday to my mother in heaven and stuff like that. You know, and again, I that's great. I don't think I will ever, ever say that about my own f- parents and family. One reason is because I don't believe they're going to get into heaven. But the other reason is I'm not that guy. And I don't know that there is a heaven. They're going to get into heaven if there is one. I don't know, man. Yeah, that, that is one of the strange things about Facebook and social media like that is that uh, you find out all these personal details about yeah, people. Yeah, that Yeah, things about people yeah. that you don't, that you're like, you don't oh, know, really. Just, like acquaintances, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. And I'd be okay with them. But now I have some level of judgment or they're not my people because of these things that they're comfortable sharing on the Internet. Yes. Out in the world. I had, I had somebody that uh, I went to high school with. Uh, her name was uh, Alaska Charlson. And uh, she married, I believe, a guy named Hank Birkenpass. I hadn't seen the. By the way, you just made those two names up, <laughs> and they're characters in the Netflix COVID Christmas. Yes. <laughs> like that, that those names sound like they were in It's a Wonderful Life. I finally watched that movie for the very first time. The, I, yeah. What Which, are their names again? Alaska. Alaska. Uh, yes, Alaska and and Hank. And, and what so was their, her, her last name, her maiden name, and his. She was Charlson, and uh, her father was a football coach, and uh, Birkenpass was his name. And I, he's, I think, okay. he's like a truck driver or something. But um, yeah, I'd seen him, and uh, well, I still haven't seen him, but uh, you know, it'd been like forty years or some shit like that, and um, you know, some long distance uh, or long period of time, and. You know, but I'm finding out all these things about them. You know that they, about their personal lives and who's who and grandparents and uh, grandchildren and all sorts of weird things. And and uh, I just you know that's one of the reasons why I, I wanted to personally leave Facebook was because I, I it's just more more things in my head that I don't have room for something else, and I don't really need to about know about Hank and Alaska's life. <laughs> It's it's just taking up part of my my limited very limited resources you know trying to keep track of things I can barely remember nouns uh, in general you know it's like I'm trying to figure out uh, what's that thing called that you know oh it's a doorknob you know um, I, I, the reason I can't recall those things is because uh, I'm I'm worried too much about well there's a couple things I'm worried about what what zone I'm in and uh, what possible zone Alaska and, and Hank might be in right now and and. <laughs> Why the hell should I have to worry about that? You know, <sighs> I, I'm 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 worried about very little about the outside world right now, except for the very small things. Yeah, I, I've well, I guess where I'm at with the and I've morphed you know uh, back and forth on on positions with with this uh, masking uh, stuff, and I'm I'm wearing a mask, and I, and I think that people should be uh, doing what they need to do to, to to keep their family members safe and and to stay away from it until they come out with the vaccines and i think people should take the vaccines and and i'm of that mindset and at the same time though i think two things can be simultaneously true and what what i mean by that is um so you've got one group that thinks that way and then we seem to have another group that thinks um uh, forget it just let's let's not do anything about it and uh there should be no rules uh, about anything and um 
I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with the the idea that they think that that's that's all right because their their pro, their their progeny their 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 relatives their there's people around that uh, they're they're getting sick uh, and but it's their relatives and and if you want to go ahead and kill your grandmother um, I, I'm a, I guess the libertarian part of me says go ahead and infect Aunt Katie at at Christmas that's that's up to you and Aunt Katie if Aunt Katie's showing up at the big family Christmas with no mask on she's the sweetest she's like the best person see what i don't think bank on weekends here here's what doesn't work for me is the 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 laws that uh, that they're trying to uh quickly these these draconian stupid uh rules where they've got like in the state of iowa we've been like i said very late with coming up with any rules at all but the the governor when she does come out with some rules she decides i read one the other day that said that well there was a a a business owner uh that was complaining a, a bowling alley guy owns a bowling alley and he was saying uh, I can't have league my, my biggest money maker is league bowling and I can't have league bowling because the governor's outlawed it but the governor has said that um, we can have um, we can have regular bowling is is got some sort of a different rule than than league bowling because league bowling falls under the um, organized sports thing that she's outlawed organized sports and so if you want if she, they've got the bowling alley full of people just with masks on and doing regular bowling that's okay but if the league comes in because that's organized sports they can't have that activity so that's uh, where but that's where he makes all his money so he he's been forced to shut down his league bowling because of some uh, law that some Somebody came up with that makes no fucking sense and wasn't very well thought out. It's like these zones and all this stuff, you know. The guy in New Jersey I was reading about when when um, I saw that story, his big complaint was, you know, why why can't one business be open to have people come in? And then, uh, so I'm a small local guy trying to run my restaurant or run my bar or whatever and some of them are doing that with outdoor situations which are probably the outdoor situations i think probably are 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 fairly safe if done right for the most part um and you can choose to do that or not but what he's saying was at the same time they're telling me i can't i can't do what i do they're saying if you can go into lowe's or you can go into home depot or you can go into places like that they'll have four or five hundred people walking around in there uh you know buying led christmas lights or whatever the hell it is that's going on right now and they're wearing a mask but they're open for business they're 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 able to do business and so there's these dumb things where we've got these these uh, things set up that um scientifically make no sense whatsoever and they're just it's a knee-jerk way of doing things california's probably obviously been the worst at at coming up with these things where you know they close down a beach where um, that makes no sense whatsoever scientifically and we're going to look back at so there's two I, i guess there's two schools of thought there. There's the people that think, yes, they should come up with all these rules and they should come up with all these laws and they should stop everybody from going out and everybody should, you know, should be required and the, the police should enforce it and the government should do all of this stuff. Then there's the other side that's saying, no, forget it. We, there should be none of that stuff. Um, I, I think both of them, in a way, are... are, are they're wrong about what they're what they're they're thinking and the the ones that are saying no the government shouldn't have any laws well i agree with you actually that the government shouldn't have a lot of those laws but i also think that you're a fucking idiot if you're walking around right now with this uh, thing going on and you're you're not trying to protect yourself and your family you're just you're ignoring uh, real well, science i think i think that's the rub right yeah so so you know closing a bar at 10 
while I understand the idea is if you're at a bar, you're likely drinking. And the more you drink, the less responsible you're going to be. And he said, however, is that, is that really where the spread is coming from? You know, Maybe. But that place, particularly the Staten Island bar manager who gets arrested and then goes on Fox and then... Again, he has an issue, and he literally, apparently, he, he like dragged the sheriff on his car at some point. Right? How bad it was. As far as dragged, I doubt it. I don't. I didn't see video. I just heard about it on the radio. And the Staten Island Borough President, whom I believe to be uh, Republican, uh, I heard an interview with him, and he really ignored that guy. He's like he didn't want to talk about that guy at all. He wanted to talk about different issues that were, you know, how we can move forward, how we can help businesses, all that stuff. And so, but that guy, that extreme, right, reaction to it is like, it's, it's goes beyond the personal freedoms and rights, you know, in my mind, right? I understand it theoretically in a bubble, right? You know, I, I right. get, but, you know, if... I'm not a libertarian. I don't like to label myself. I would probably lean that way, but there are some dilemmas in that, right? You know, I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm registered as a Democrat, but I don't necessarily identify with that party, you know? Um, The whole, you get into a lot of tough spots with uh, freedoms and liberties, like particularly, well, if, if we have, then no drug should be illegal. None. Nobody. If you want to do heroin, go ahead. Do heroin. I'm okay with that. Same time. At the same time, <laughs> I I really I've been on Staten Island at times where it yeah. seems that there is an opioid addiction or heroin problem, and I've seen Walking Dead zombie people walking around. Sure, it's, yeah. It's sort of like it's it's really fucking sad, right? Again, what's the benchmark, right? You know, in their minds, they might be really happy and relaxed and no worries at all, and if they spill coffee on their laptop just before <laughs> they're about to record their podcast, they're totally okay with it. Yeah. Again, but that guy would fall asleep while recording his podcast. But I'm going to tell you something. If there's a fucking Staten Island junkie with a podcast, I am listening to that. I am ditching our podcast. I'm promoting that, and I'm going to maybe find a way to produce that. I need to monetize this whole Staten Island thing. That's what's wrong with me, not seeing opportunity. <laughs> I don't see opportunity. That's who cares about my belief system or my politics? Where can I make money on everything that's going on right now? I've been, I've been, I, actually, I've been saying that to the kids a little bit that there's, that, and I've, I've seen that a little bit. I, honestly, I mean, you're, you're joking, but um, there are people that. No, no, I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm gonna seriously, I'm gonna write something up. Forget that pamphlet. Uh, what was the pamphlet I was gonna do before? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was don't, I don't even know what it was. That's. Uh, not exploding. Not you. you it was gonna be. Right, the, no, yes. Don't sweat. The, don't sweat the small stuff. That's what it was. Yeah. So forget that. That's a no-go. That's not going to make me any money. That was silly. That was ridiculous. A heroin addict podcast while they're still on heroin. Staten Island guy. <laughs> With a transgender site. Yeah. I, I think no matter what, no matter... Okay, so I, the idea to me uh, about um, the, the the liberties, the civil liberties thing is um, I'm 100% convinced that you can't legislate... Uh, 
lack of stupidity. I, I can't do something to keep somebody who's uh, otherwise going to harm themselves uh, by by some method. I, I can't make enough laws to, to protect them, and I probably shouldn't because I believe that... Um, like with the COVID thing right now, I was reading some statistics yesterday in the statewide statistics for for Iowa, and they said that they know that um, 60% of the people that have died um, for sure had pre-existing conditions, and they, they had something that was that was probably very likely going to kill them sometime in the future anyway. So they, they had something serious. You know, they had, they had a thing that was going on that, that uh, probably majorly contributed towards their death beyond COVID. Uh, and then um, there's another group that they couldn't identify, but um, somewhere between uh, a little more than half and um, as high as it looked like uh, three-fourths of the people that have died uh, of COVID in, in Iowa have had uh, some sort of something else going on beforehand. Uh, and one of those things probably is, is age, uh, for sure. I'm not sure how that was put in there. But um, I guess the point I'm trying to get to is uh, people have things that they do that, uh, you know, puts you in, in, a, in poor health. And whether it's uh, something as simple as, uh, you know, Mountain Dew every morning or um, never exercising or eating bad or whatever the case may be, uh, people find their way to, to doing stupid things. And as, and I'm not, I'm not immune from that by any means. I, I've, I've had my share of things that I've done that um, I, over my lifetime that I, I could have done a, yeah, a better job of making better decisions. We, we all do that, but there's, there's no law that somebody can make that, uh, or group of laws that, that prevents that from happening. And I think that's a lot of times what I, what I get from, uh, from the, the, the extreme left is, is the idea that, um, there's, 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 and a lot of times it's, it's a, a bunch of well-meaning, I think, um, white people with a lot of money and, and privilege they they go wouldn't it be a great wouldn't it be a great idea if if we could get everybody to to you know they get up in the morning and eat oatmeal and quit drinking quit drinking mountain dew let's just let's just outlaw mountain dew because you know what it's not a good idea for poor people to drink mountain dew um well go fuck yourself if, if somebody from appalachia wants to start the morning drinking a mountain dew because that's the only thing that makes them feel good that should be their choice. <laughs> I don't. Well, sure, it should be their choice. Yeah. Um, I, I have personally uh, issues with uh, with real strong sugary sodas like that. I I grew up drinking them more than one a day at certain times in my life, uh, particularly in the summer. Right. Um, but I don't know. After having my stroke, uh, it seems that sugar is not so great for your brain. Uh, I'm not saying that's what caused my transient ischemic attack, um, but uh, I don't think it's great. Carbs are not great. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever ban carbs in, in the UK. They are uh, trying to do something where they're, oh, no, no, what were they going to do? Add vitamin C to, like, milk, and they were going to add something. I don't know if it was vitamin C or vitamin D. I'm, I'm sure I'm getting this wrong, like where they're going to add stuff to the food so that people get it, right? <laughs> Um, right. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Even with the whole vaccine thing, it, I mean, superficially, it would seem that, you know, with the COVID vaccine, not the Sputnik 5, but the, the um, you know, Pfizer, uh, 
BioNTech one and the Moderna one or whatever is going to be the one that's going to roll out here very soon. Trump said yesterday about he's taking responsibility for it. And quite frankly, in terms of how quickly it was made, his rubber stamp allowing it to go through didn't hurt for sure. No, it, it didn't. It's possible that any other Republican or Democratic president it would have been tied up differently. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Could have been, yeah, yeah. You know, it's possible. It's quite possible, right? While I don't necessarily think he handled the COVID-19 in the past, and I've talked about this before, I don't think he handled it very well because of the, you know, he was speaking out of two sides of his mouth, or three sides, as he does, right, about an issue. And, you know, discounting, throwing out the whole mask thing. I mean, Biden right now is saying, at one point he's saying he's going to mandate that, uh, you know, uh, that we wear a mask for a hundred, when he goes into office, for a hundred days, right? You're going to have a lot of trouble to get everyone to do that. It's, it's not going to be any... You're going to have a lot yeah. of trouble. It right? won't be any different than what's what's happening right now. The it people probably, that want to wear a mask are doing it, and the people right. that don't you want do to... or you don't, right? right. And, and when you're in... When I'm in New York City, it's a lot easier to wear a mask because many other people are. Most of the people seem to be. And I'm not just talking about going to businesses that require it. When I was in Pennsylvania and sort of... Uh, over by, I guess it was Redding and Lancaster or Lancaster, whatever. A lot of Mennonites and Amish and whatever. A lot of Trump signs. Uh, I would go into a business with gro- like went to use a bathroom at a gas station when I was heading out, and it was just like, no, plenty of people. That guy at the ATM not wearing his mask. That person not wearing the mask. Then there are times when I'm in Newtown, Connecticut. If I'm pumping my own gas and I'm not wearing a mask, I see the next the person on the other side of the thing. Now, you know, I'm like, dude, fuck, I gotta put on my mask. I'm like, I'm nowhere near this person. I'm outside. Whatever. You know, I'm not going to be here pumping my gas for 15 minutes next to this person, you know? But, uh, you know, it's, you, you, you notice in different areas, I mean, you look, people just don't want to do certain things. You know? Sure, I yeah. And listen, I have no problem wearing a mask. I'm not wearing one now because I'm in a bedroom and I'm recording the podcast, you know? I won't wear one when I get in my car and drive into Brooklyn and get my COVID test and then drive into Manhattan to pick up the uh, the actor. I'm not going to, I don't need, I don't feel like I need to. But once I get close to set or, or when I'll have it on when the actor and the assistant get into the car and I'll have it on the entire time they're in and I will have it on most of the time while I'm on set or, or near set, right? Just because, you know, and so... I, I don't know how the government can intervene, and all that Biden can do is he can require that what he's planning to do, and anything can change, is uh, in federal buildings, in, right. where he can, where he can mandate it, where where it will be, you cannot enter this building unless you do wear that mask. Yeah, I think that with you know the Biden thing that, uh, and I, I know he's trying to say things like that, and you know that's that's uh, that's what he, what he's going to do. I, I believe, uh, you know, Trump's going to, before we've got, what, um, a month? And so if it's January 20th, there's a swearing-in ceremony on January 20th. So we've got roughly a month and a half. Trump's going to try to get as much done in the next month and a half as far as, yeah. you know, vaccines going out so that he, that, so that he can say, uh, you know, with his final parting shots or when he starts his new network or whatever he's going to do he's going to say you know biden didn't do shit i i set everything up i had it all good to go and we were vaccinating people before he came into office and you know, all he did was mop, mop up it was mop up yeah i would i i would i would like the next four years 
for to not really hear much about him. I, 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 but I don't expect that. I don't expect that at all. I, I, I don't know that he will go quiet. I think he's <laughs> the most vocal, most out there ex-president. Yes. Particularly one term ex-president. And he will likely move toward another run at the White House. And, it, you know, more for just legacy. He wants to win in his mind. And even if he doesn't want the job, he knows it won't hurt his brand. Yeah, for him, and so he's got I, kids. I, yeah, I want it. Want somebody? Somebody named Trump is running for yes, something. And uh, I, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I like that I'm working right now, and that I'm focused on my little world, and I've got this job. I'm. I'm. You know, making money before the holidays. You know, because it was a lean year. You know, and not for a lot of people. And I've, I have it a lot better than most of the people because those people, they don't have this idea for don't sweat the small stuff, sweat the small stuff, sweat it and make a pamphlet and hand it out in crowded Times Square. And they don't have the heroin podcast and they don't have what Colin has, which is drink a Mountain Dew every morning, the diet. That, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.